It's sweltering in New York. Sweltering. Summer's hit. Yeah, it really is. Summer's hit. I hate it. I am am a cold-blooded bitch. I like the fucking cold temperature. Like, I can go out in the snow in, like, shorts. I hope someone clips you saying, I'm a (laughs) cold-blooded bitch. (laughs) This is why I wish we were recording, like with video so we can like put this on tiktok <laughs> i know right <laughs> like, we have YouTube. i get notifications about our tiktok like every day because guys we have a tiktok we just don't post on I it i forgot about that i'm always like oh friends you may know on tiktok and like maybe we should actually like we should it's just do that. I, I don't you're the tiktok master in this relationship i'm really not like but i'm really you not. have a tiktok that you post on at least i actually guys i need your help i need tiktok ideas to do with my dad since i'm gonna be going to sicily with him mm-hmm. and i'm gonna bother him and i need i need tiktok ideas because I'm, I'm going I'm to bother him um, um but yes i'm a cold-blooded bitch and i i literally keep my bedroom at like 65 degrees she does we argued about it so it much like a breeze Cannes. coming down from my room because we shared a room and i was like <laughs> i am freezing cold i'm so cold and she's like i'm sweating i'm literally <laughs> sweating <laughs> it makes me so paranoid i turn on everyone i'm like who, who did it the who touched the ac air? who did it who did it i know you did i, I know, know you, did, you did i saw you get up last night it's, it's always like, me it's always me that fucked with the air i come from the land of no air conditioning like i don't have ac in my house excuse me i'm taking a sip of water. why because we don't need it bro like okay There's, i don't know like that is one thing that like if like torture for me like like being hot oh, and i need sweaty. to talk about something torture oh my god the films i went to see the other day <laughs> oh my god. Go, go for it. guys i went to a little screening in brooklyn and i went to support my friend anzi he does he did the video for treading lightly our first promo video yeah he's awesome. that's him he runs around and I don't want you to judge his like his style on that because if you just filmed it, we edited it and stuff. But like he he runs around with his little his little camera, his little digital camera, and he films everything. And he makes these video diaries every month where he'll like edit together all these fun little clips he took of his friends and even like screenshots of group chats that were funny and like voice memos and like all kinds of shit, right, of his life. And he'll edit it together like a video diary and he'll like throw memes on it and he makes music too, so he'll throw his music on it and like all kinds of fun things, right? And he was like, hey, guys, I, my film, it's, it's going to be in this little, like, open screening thing. Like, they accepted me. If you have time and you'd like to come, you should come. And it was, like, five minutes from my house. So how could I say no? I was like, of course, I'll come support you, auntie. So I go walking with my roommate, Sammy. We go walking down to this little screening. And it had, like, a couple rows of seats and a big projector in the back with a big blackout curtain. I was like, oh, this is super cute. And they do this every month. I'm excited. And so we, we get there. We sit down. We watch the films. I have a really high tolerance for bad art. <laughs> I really do. Like, you won't hear me say that. I, like, I said with my chest on the podcast that I enjoyed The Idol. Remember when we recorded the Can episode and all we'd seen were the first two episodes? And I was like, <laughs> it really messed with the pomp and circumstance of the festival. And I thought that was fun. Right? Mm, totally. But what I'm, the point of this is I have a high tolerance for bad art. <laughs> like, I enjoy art. I enjoy watching what people make, even if it's not great. I enjoy school plays. You, you develop a high tolerance for it when you've been in so many bad plays and, like, bad <laughs> things and it's like you know what this is just people fucking around and you know what they did an interesting thing here and something fun there you can always pull bits i like 
the first few films were forgivably bad. I was like, you know what? We've all made films like this. Like, what these people need is four years in film school or they just need to try and fail a bit more. Like, this Whip looked a like a shape. freshman year sight and sound class. Like, it wasn't... Nothing was great, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Forgivable, forgivable. And I'm sitting there watching these films, and then Arnsie's plays, and I was like, oh, that's lovely. Like, one of Arnsie's nice video diaries, lovely. But, like, they're not... They're, it, it, he would never submit one to, like, a real festival. Like, they are... It's like a diary for him. It's a digital diary. Like, it's yeah. supposed to be enjoyed by friends, and it's supposed to be fun, and it is fun. Um, but I watched Auntie's. I was like, lovely. One of Auntie's video diaries. Very fun. And then we watched another one that felt like a waste of film. Like, I was like, oh, this is, this is something, right? That hurt. That hurt a little bit to watch. But, you know, I'm through it. I'm through it. And I'm thinking, okay, but we had some all right ones in the beginning. So maybe we'll go back to that. And then we, we open on quite a, quite a beautiful shot really it's it's pearlescent it's i can't quite tell what it is and i'm excited for the reveal and i'm like oh interesting oh interesting camera moves okay cool and then five minutes go by and then 10 minutes go by and it's the same thing and i'm beginning to lose my marbles a little bit <laughs> it looked like a zoomed in video of a radiator where the person is just kind of like slightly <laughs> flicking the camera every time it like slightly moves on this radiator and sammy my roommate thought it was blinds in hindsight i think she was right yeah but it it, it was and i'm not joking it was it was zoomed in footage of blinds 20 minutes. for 20 minutes yeah. and i was sitting in my chair vibrating because I am laughing so much and trying not to let anyone around me know that I am laughing because I was so afraid that like the director or the filmmaker or whatever the fuck you would call this was sitting around me somewhere. And I'm like, actually tears are falling out of my eyes. <laughs> like when you were in class as a kid and a friend makes a joke and you know you're going to get in trouble and you don't want to, but you're laughing so much. Like I was actually vibrating in my seat like I didn't know what to do and it felt like torture like that's where I ended up on this like that is what you would need to put me in a room with to torture me like I I, mm. I felt trapped mm. I felt stuck mm. I was in a row of people and there was nowhere to look but at this zoomed in footage of a radiator and about 15 minutes into this video the guy who's running this screening thing goes so <laughs> some of you may not know this artist uh He's not for everyone, but I personally think he's a visionary. He he submits something to us every time we do one of these. And immediately I was never coming back. And this this girl goes, um, is the artist present to us today? And he goes, no, he just sends them. And in that moment, everyone in this audience just burst into laughter of like relief that no one the artist wasn't here and that we weren't being assholes and oh my god it was like actually so painful like some people were snoring like some people like excused themselves and never came back oh like, my god people were cracking open drinks if they had them like they couldn't like, just couldn't keep doing it anymore and this thing goes on for 20 <clears> minutes and i am i'm at the end of my tether like i've already texted auntie saying can i leave and i then am greeted with the next video in the program and this video is <laughs> these two soldiers and I'm like, oh, this is, this is good, right? Maybe this is a documentary. 
maybe it's archival footage like this looks cool mm. this looks like it was shot on a real camera by people who know what they're doing and they walk and one of them goes the world went to war once again and then it plays again <laughs> the world went to war once again and again <laughs> the world went to war once again and then it begins to get slower and it's the world went to war <laughs> once again. And then it's getting distorted and it's like the world went to war once again. And it is... Oh, A total and, it, trip. and then I realise this masochistic programmer has programmed these two exact same films back to back. I'm going to be sat here for 20 minutes yeah. and I'm watching it and it's just getting worse and worse. And at <laughs> this point, I'm not even trying not to cry and laugh because I just can't do it anymore. And then one by one, Armsy and his friends, me and Sammy included, were making up probably 60% of this audience. Oh my God. One by one, Armsy's friends start to give up and they get up and they leave. And they get up and they leave. And I'm looking around and I'm like, I might be right behind you guys. I honestly might be. And then Arnsie leaves. <laughs> I was like, you have a film in the program, you asshole. If you're out, I'm out. So then I leave. And all, everyone else was, because we were actually trapped. Like the chairs went all the way to the wall. So uh -huh. unless you went out the way you came, you had to climb over them. And all of Arnsie's friends are climbing over oh the back of the chairs to escape. And I was like, I don't even give a fuck anymore. So I literally got up and said, excuse me, and walked out. <laughs> And I left and I almost slapped Anzi around the face and bring me to this thing because I, I maybe sound like an asshole, but when I tell you I, I am not, I am so kind about bad art, this felt masochistic. This felt like someone had sent it in a fuck the world kind of way where he was giggling somewhere in his apartment going, ha ha ha, I made people watch 20 minutes of radiator footage. Like it was actually... Torturous. Anyway, I have no idea what happened in the rest of the program because I promptly went home and I was so fired up about it. It really, it really struck me in a in a deep, deep way because it felt like someone was purposefully wasting my time just for the fuck of it. Hey, but is it bad art if you're still thinking about it? And that's what makes me literally <laughs> want to end everything because fuck, I'm talking about it on the podcast. No. Meanwhile, we went to Minnesota for the Fourth of July. And somehow, only I, out of all the people I was with, got COVID for like the second time in my life. But I'm better now and I'm going to go to Italy soon. So that's kind of crazy. It's, it's, been, it's been an interesting, we've, we've all been through things. I saw the cutest little meat cute ever. And it made me love this city so much. Meat a meat cube? A meat cute. A meat cute? What is that? Um, <laughs> okay, every time Catherine, like, <laughs> if you don't understand something she says, she says it in an American accent, and then you're like, oh, yeah. yeah usually it works. And when she told me this, I said, if you had told me this a week ago, I wouldn't know what it mean meant either. What but. is a meet cute? A meet cute is like when you, like, meet, it's like a, like a. The first time you meet someone. That you're going to date, or like, it's like a love at first sight, but less intense. Like, it's like a. Oh, really? Like in a movie. Anyway. Basically, it means if you've met someone for the first time and it's really cute and you end up dating them it means that you guys are going to be together forever like it's, it's like a meet cute it's like were they dating these people no so i sit on the train right <laughs> and i get on and there's this girl on and i like we make eye contact in like a we're both in our early 20s like you know just kind of like a the thing girls do when they're like i see you you see me kind of thing right yeah. and we're just standing there the two of us like on the train and then 
um, the doors open and she moves to the other side because people were coming in. And then this guy gets on, he goes and stands next to her. And they just stood there for a little bit. And then he goes, I'm, I'm so sorry, do you have a pen? And she's like, oh yeah, I have, a, I have a pen. And she gives him a pen and he writes whatever. He had this green piece of paper in his wallet and he like writes whatever. And then they just started chatting for like, six more stops and they were like talking about that like I feel like I know so much about them now because I was just there like watching this like a movie and they were like talking for ages and like chatting and they were both so attractive and I was like this is so good like I and I was waiting for the the guy to ask her out um and I could tell she was waiting too (laughs) like she wouldn't ask the next question because she'd be like and (laughs) the next question is Anyway, I got off the train before them, so I didn't get to see it no. conclude. But I was, it was so fucking cute. And I was like, God, I love this city. And then I was thinking, maybe this guy just always has a piece of paper in I his wallet and needs a pen. Say, I was just going to say, I bet you that was his tactic. But that That's is smart. a great pickup line. Excuse me, do you have a pen? That's so innocent. So smart. If I have a pen, I'm going to give you a pen. Paper like, with you all the time. It was a tiny little green piece of paper in his wallet. It, it looked like the size of a business card. What if you don't have a pen? Nobody carries around a pen. Sorry, I don't. Oh, no worries. Thank you, though. And you move on with your day. Or, like, then you say, by the way, uh, whatever, you know? See, like, oh, my downfall, though, is I am a lazy bitch. Like, I literally will, like, I will, like, plan dates with people, and I have. And then, like, literally the day before or the day of, I'm like, meh. And this is the girl by saying, it's who started the podcast by saying, I'm a cold-blooded oh, bitch. I'm a cold-blooded <laughs> bitch. I am, I guess. It's kind of horrible. No, I mean, I've never, ever followed through on a date. Let's, I, not with someone I know, which is terrible. But I've only ever really dated friends. Yeah. Like, it's, I get it. it it's also just like a safety thing. Like, I'll tell this story because it's really fun, but I won't name names. I had a friend, um... <laughs> And she went on a date with Hinge Guy. And she purposefully made the date underneath my old apartment. This was years ago, but she made it Mm -hmm. in the bar that was underneath my old apartment. And she specifically had me and my other friend, who you know, um, uh, like sit in my apartment above them. Right? And she Uh would like text us updates. And it was one of the funniest nights of my life because this guy was a fucking weirdo, but she liked weirdos. So she was like having a great time. <laughs> but me and John were like eyeing him. Like we so went down. Name. Oh, sorry. Me and it doesn't matter. Yeah. John's such a anyone could be called John. That's anyway, true. me and John was the friend who I was Joe. who I was upstairs with. We were eating pizza and drinking vodka. It was so <laughs> college. It was <laughs> awful. It was, we, we were watching Bojack Horseman. Me and John no. watching Joe. Bar- Bojack Horseman eating pizza and drinking vodka, going downstairs to the bar every like two hours to make sure that she was okay. And I remember that's hilarious. I would crack up if I saw you like. Oh, it was so fun though. It was so funny. And like we could tell he was a weirdo, but she was like, "No, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine." And then she texts (laughs) us, and she was like, "Guys, I need to get out of this. Can you come save me?" And I've never seen John move faster in my life. Man leapt. He leapt up from the couch, like literally like no shoes, nothing. Oh my God. And he starts, and I'm like, John, I need keys. So I'm like grabbing my keys. 
he's like chasing him down the stairs and he's t- doing it like five steps at a time like flying <laughs> and this is when I lived on Mount Everest I was in a five floor walk up like it was tall and he's like leaping down every flight of stairs oh my god <laughs> and he gets to the bottom and we sprint in there and then we get there and they're fine my friend <laughs> just just wanted to um just wanted to like she was just done. She was just like ready for bed. She was like, you guys could tap me out by saying, hey, I'm your friends. Do you want to come out with us? And then, so we get there and John introduces us as Drake and Megan. <laughs> as in Drake and Josh. <laughs> with the full last names. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so he was, I can't remember what their last name was, but he was Drake and I was Megan. <laughs> <laughs> and we're pissing ourselves. Like, we're making up this story on the spot. And John's not wearing shoes. No. <laughs> he must have thought that you guys are like fucking crazy. <laughs> anyway, she leaves with us. Um, but yeah, hinge dates are scary. And get yourself two mates to get drunk and eat pizza upstairs while you do it. Yeah, for reals. <laughs> Oh God! But yeah, take go out on a date or or ask someone for a pen on the subway. Yeah. You got Be any crazy date stories? You or a friend? I was just trying to think of one. I mean, sh- stop me if this is too much. But like, sometimes Fran will have experiences with people, like romantic or not, where they are, you know, somewhat using her for her name. Like, dude, like one of the first, the only real Bumble thing I ever yeah. went on. I, I went to this guy's place and literally like after whatever evening we had, he literally was like, you know, you're my favorite character and we are who we are. Oof. And I was like, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to go. <laughs> Thank uh. you so much. He had a huge husky. Yeah. And we're drinking and he's in like, he has this like, um, like a, like a man cave almost like he just moved into his apartment and like his bed is on the floor. It was very bizarre. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, so like if you're like on the ground, essentially this dog comes up to me while we're hooking up and is like staring at me and it started growling at me. Mm. I literally, again, life flashed before my eyes. I was like, I mean, while I'm having like allergies and I'm like, Oh my god, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was bad. It was really, really bad. And you're being growled at? Jesus. Yeah, I'm being like, uh, yeah, I was like very afraid. Anyway, so fighting for my life. That's terrible. <laughs> I literally bought pepper spray with me that night because I was like, I don't do this ever. So, I mean, good. I've probably like traumatized my poor father because like I used to like live obviously in his house and mm-hmm. are right you know you're young in high school and you bring guys or girls over and you you know have fun and and literally like my room is on the same hall like it's across the hall from his room yes it's quite a small hallway too because it's mm-hmm. a townhouse very and um it's an old house you know like so i remember i <laughs> i had this like guy that i was like it was like very i was you know again i think it was like high school and i remember he literally i think i snuck him into my house and um you know we're like hooking up whatever he literally burped in my mouth this is what i'm talking about 
I would literally kiss this is, someone I, else I've had so this fast. happen multiple times oh to me. Oh my god, no, that is literally. I don't understand like my why people nightmare. do this, but anyway, it's that disgusting. Is so disgusting. And now, anytime I like smell somebody's burp, I have like a visceral reaction. I would truly, you'd be flat on the pavement. No, if, if no, if that happened, I to me. literally wanted to die. But it was like I was like very young, and I was like straight through the stained glass sure. windows. Right, straight, right. So straight but, through. But I didn't, and so I continued, and and. Like at this point, like, you know, like he's whatever. So like he's taking off his shoes and he's taking off his shirt, whatever. And like, yeah, it was kind of like he did. And my dad knocks on the door and I've never seen this man like this man bolted into my bathroom. And meanwhile, I'm like in my room. I'm like, oh, my God. And so I like quickly cover up really quickly. I'm like, yeah. And my dad opens the door. He's like, friend. I'm like, hi. He's like, are you coming down for dinner? And I was like, Uh. yes. And he was like, who are you here with? Are you talking to somebody? I thought I heard you talking. And I was like, no, no, no. um, No, it's just I was on my computer. And he was like, okay. And he starts to close the door. And then he opens it again. And he looks at me and he goes, whose shoes are those on the floor? Oh, God. And there are these big, like, men's sneakers. And you're like, Kikas. And I was like... (laughs) I was like, no, this is before I was friends with Kika. I was, I think, no, I was friends with Kika. No, for sure. Um, I was like, those are mine. And he was like, those are your shoes. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I would have been like, those are your shoes. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, no, they're yours. <laughs> those are yours. I got you those for Christmas. You don't literally, remember? <laughs> you don't remember? And I literally was like, yeah, like, okay, I'll be right down. And he's like, okay, you better behave. And then he like closed the door. And I went, this man is like cowering in the bathroom. And I realized like it was his shoes, his glasses. Like I don't wear glasses. He had like, (laughs) he had like Buddhist beads, like a necklace. They were on the floor, you know, it was just horrible. But anyway, he ended up cheating on me. And then I told my dad about it and we all got snowed in once with like my friend group. Oh, this is a great story. We should tell this on the podcast. Really? If if you're, if you're willing to. I mean, I've gone pretty far already. Yeah, tell it. It's a great story. We, okay. So I had this friend group in high school that I, like was very close with you know I went from an all-girls school to a co-ed school and I'm bi and so like I was like you know you kiss your friends you know what I mean you kiss your friends I like kissing my friends whatever (laughs) I probably kiss all my friends poll on the Instagram do you kiss the homies actually and yeah I mean most of them but yeah yeah, do you kiss the homies I don't know historically I've kissed the homies I have too and I do often and so (laughs) Sorry, I, mom. <laughs> what? <said> sorry, mom. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, everyone. Anyway, so we're all like, we're all in my house. We're going to have a sleepover. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, there's like alcohol involved and it's kind of just becomes like everyone's making out with each other. And it's a bit of a chaotic thing, you know, classic high school experience, I guess. Is it classic? I didn't go to high school. Well. What? Well, I went to secondary school and sixth form. I don't know the difference. It's the same. It's the same years. I, I, but you know, in Harry Potter land, we just learn spells and potions and such, and pink um, oh. drink butter beer. Right, like yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah, that's all that. I yeah, that's all I did in high school. Okay. Yeah. So Harry Potter's real. Yeah. No, okay. I went to Hogwarts. Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. That's really cool. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, classic American high school experience. <laughs> right, American high school, you know, whatever. So, yeah, I had, like, 
there was a guy there that liked me that I totally liked, but I was dating this guy that I was telling you about just now Ooh. that I, my dad caught me with. And then um, there was my ex-boyfriend. Jesus. And then like, uh, yeah, I kind of like blew up that friend group, but there was... The past, the present, and the future. Yes, all in literally, one exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the girls of the group, right? And so we're like, whatever, shit's happening. And, and like, I go downstairs. Somehow we've like sprawled around my house and we're like you know I don't really remember exactly the details and I find my boyfriend like hooking up with the girl that he was like telling me not to worry about essentially that I've also like you know I was like come on what the fuck dude in your own damn house in my own damn house under my roof and so I was like I don't remember I think I like took with a blanket from them or something I was like I need a blanket and I took it and they were like oh and then I like ran downstairs and then anyway so it was there was a fucking blizzard and we all got snowed in literally snowed in there was like feet of snow outside the door no one could go home they were all in I mean this school is in Westchester like that is a long trip back I'm in the city you know like Upper East Side and literally like you know, I, my boyfriend is trying, or ex-boyfriend is trying to like talk to me. I'm like, I'm going to rip your throat out. And like, and then I end up looking up with the guy that I liked anyway. So I was like, I'll just get back at him, whatever. And so essentially it was just this cesspool of like teenage hormones and just like feelings and everyone's mad at each other and, and everyone's in love in. with each other and we're snowed in. And so we call that experience snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. And, um, I'll never forget it. One of the highlights of my high school career. I feel like you could make a movie out of that for Netflix, but it would have to end as a slasher. Totally. (laughs) And for me, if I were to make it, it would end as a slasher. I would have ripped his throat out, you know? Yeah. But instead you pettily said you needed a blanket and took it (laughs) (laughs) And then made out with my crush. Ah, yes, that's true. Right. So, but anyway. My God. No, that's a... I'm glad you told that story. People are going <laughs> to eat that up. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a little, not a great thing, but it's okay. It's I mean, okay. hey, we'll I'm open with edit. my sexuality and my... Frank keeps saying, I'm an adult. I can say whatever I want. Yeah, I fucking can, bitch. You can, and and you do. <clears throat> it's so funny because you're more in the public eye than me. I mean, I'm not in the public eye at all, but you know what I mean? And you are more open than I am. Dude, I'm an open book. You can what ask you me anything. About? Like, I'm a very open book with friends that like, you can ask me Because I've gone to therapy since I was, like, seven. But, like, I'm talking about in the public eye. What? Like, I'm I'm an open book, like, in normal life. But the minute it comes to the podcast, I, I like, You're I secretive. tell less crazy stories than you do. Well, I've literally, I'm someone that just, like, I talk about my feelings very openly all the time. Like, yeah. to people. And oh, my God. You know the second friend's mad at you. Yeah, and I'll I'll say everything that's on my mind, and also like sometimes I, to I don't a fault. <laughs> yeah, I just have like fun stories, and sometimes I'm like, well, fuck it. I mean, I was like, I was there. I was there, and it happened, and it was fun, and like, and also kind of crazy, but it was definitely character building. Oh, and for sure. I don't know. I I think some people are much more secretive, and some people like my dad is really like, when it comes to talking about anything, work related or fam- like family related. He's like, can anyone hear me right now? Like if I'm on the phone with him. Your dad is super secretive. He's really like, he doesn't want like outside ears, you know? I mean, I get it because he's been in this industry for so many years and it's probably bitten him in the ass a few times. Yeah, I'm sure. But um, I don't know. I'm just kind of, I mean, I'm not going to tell stories that will obviously 
No, no, of course not. Of course not. Be bad, but um. But no, that's that. I guess that's that. Um, your dad's response to it all would be more what I would expect. But that is so not you. Yeah, that is so not you. Maybe it will be one day. Maybe I hope not. I hope not. I think it's yeah. fun. I hope that everyone lets your freak flag fly for the rest of your life. <laughs> I <laughs> like being an open book. I'm literally like, ask me anything, I'll fucking tell you. True. Seriously. Except here we tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> right. This episode has not really been treading lightly. We should name this one treading heavy. Really? Really? Yeah. And our like escapades. Yeah. We'll call it uh, treading heavy hookups, dating and meet cutes. Yeah. Me- yeah. That's cute. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Treading Lightly. You can find us at Treading Lightly Podcast on Instagram and TikTok and at treadinglightlypodcast at gmail.com. Please send us all your Q&As and anything you want us to chat about. All topics, nothing's off limits. Talk to us. <laughs> Bye. Have a good week. Mwah.